Welcome. You are listening to the Better Together podcast with Callie and Rosario Picardo. We take on topics involving marriage, ministry, parenting, communication, relationships, and other subjects that our listeners want to hear more about. Welcome to another edition of the Better Together podcast. I'm your co-host Rosario Picardo, and I'm, and I'm Callie Picardo. She interrupts me all the time. I'm just kidding. I've got important things to say, and I love my hubby, but <laughs> Callie Picardo here as co-host. And we have a special guest with us, uh, Dr. Wayne Lewis. And Wayne Lewis is the president of my alma mater, Houghton College in Houghton, New York. Wayne, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, sir. I'm happy to be here. Wayne, uh, did you ever think you would end up being a president of a college? I didn't. Um, <laughs> I, I thought I'd be a lot of things over the course of my life. Um, everything from Catholic priest um, to police officer to musician, uh, cardiologist, Supreme Court justice, college president was not on that list for me. Wow. Well, so how was, did God bring you to Houghton? How yeah. did you end up there as president? You know, I, two years ago, I had never heard of Houghton College. <laughs> um, I was, I was contacted by the search firm that Houghton contracted with to, to facilitate the presidential search and had alignment between the mission and vision of the institution geographically it was a place that made sense to me and so uh, we decided to my wife and i decided to open ourselves up to the process to see um, where god would lead us and things started to move pretty quickly um, in getting to know the search committee, the board of trustees, it felt like there was alignment as we were moving forward. And uh, things really became clear for me during my visit as a finalist. My first day on campus, I felt um, the, the very clearly um, direction from God that this was the place where he was calling us to be, calling us to serve, um, and to lead. And I continue to get that affirmation day after day, week after week. So I'm really excited to be here at home. I love it. And tell folks, you know, that aren't familiar with the podcast about the uniqueness of Houghton College. So Houghton's a really special place. And I don't say that just because I'm the president. Uh, we were founded in 1883 by a minister in the Wesleyan Methodist Church, uh, Willard J. Houghton, who was known during his time as the Sunday School Man, uh, because he traveled within a radius of 20 to 30 miles from Houghton, um, a hamlet in Western New York, um, in establishing Sunday schools, because he was just incredibly passionate about young people being exposed to the word of God, being exposed to the, to the gospel, uh, moral education, and, and helping um, them to understand their identity in Christ. Well, Willard J. Houghton acted on the vision from God to 
form what was then Houghton Wesleyan Methodist Seminary, um, seminary meaning high school, to make sure the poor boys and girls of Allegheny County in Western New York had access to high quality Christ-centered education. That's, that's our founding. That's who we are at our foundation. So fast forward now to 2022, and the way that is manifested looks a little bit different. Uh, we don't have the same majors and the same courses and obviously not the same professors, but that same spirit, the desire to provide a high quality, rigorous, Christ-centered education for people regardless of background, regardless of their um, socioeconomic status or means to pay, is so much a part of who we are. It's what drives us. It's what, what animates us. And so we're doing that on the residential campus in Allegheny County. We're doing that through Houghton Online, and we're doing that through Houghton Buffalo. Now, tell us, um, it's unusual because, you know, it's really living into the vi original vision of over 100 years ago, which is amazing. And, you know, we know the demographics of that area is more in a rural area. Um, mm -hmm. But tell us about Buffalo. Yeah, so Houghton Buffalo is a, a fascinating story. And quite honestly, a big part of what excited me about coming to lead at Houghton College. I saw the opportunity to lead an institution that was just as committed to serving a more traditional residential college population as well as doing something new and innovative in what has been a high poverty, educationally and economically depressed part of Buffalo. I mean, we're talking about um, Houghton, Houghton College Buffalo serving in a part of the city of Buffalo that is one of the most neglected urban areas that I've, I've seen. Um, and, and Raj, you know, I'm a city kid. I grew up in the city. I've seen urban poverty. I've seen food deserts. But what you see on the east side of Buffalo is a level of neglect that you don't see um, in most places around the country. And so we are excited to be able to um, stake a claim on the east side of Buffalo and say we are committed to working shoulder to shoulder with this community to build an institution, Houghton College Buffalo, that meets the educational needs of a community uh, that has so much God-given potential. And if we can just continue to help the young people and the not so young people on the east side of Buffalo to see and to understand how, how much God has given them and help them to, to realize um, the, 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 the things that, that God has called them to and equipped them to be able to do, um, then we will have served our purpose. Um, so we're doing that through offering associate's degree programs and starting in the fall, um, we're excited to be able to start offering four-year degree 
um, programs in business, in psychology, in criminal justice. And then in about another year, we're working to be able to start offering a teacher education program on the east side of Buffalo. I, I started my career in education as a middle and high school teacher in the city of New Orleans. And so this is an area that's near and dear to my heart. There's a need for young people to go into the teaching profession who come from communities that have been underserved. Because you can't truly understand a community um, like the east side of Buffalo unless you've lived there or you've lived somewhere like it. Um, and and you, can't, you can't match the degree of commitment to a community like that um, unless you have someone who, 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 who knows, in fact, that's where they want to be. Not as a stepping stone, but I'm going into the profession because this is a population that I want to serve. Now, Wayne, Buffalo was in the news a lot lately um, for the top grocery mark shooting, which obviously impacted so many lives. Um, I mean, we felt the ripple effects here in Dayton, Ohio, but you all are right in that community. I mean, how has that impacted Houghton and how, how have you all responded? It's heartbreaking, Callie. Um, we held our, our residential campus commencement ceremony on the Saturday of the shooting. So we were here in Allegheny County our graduates from Buffalo participated in the residential campus ceremony. And so they were actually on their way back home to Buffalo as the news was breaking about what had happened in that top super supermarket. And so they're hearing that news after having celebrated commencement here on the residential campus and, and trying to process that um, with the faculty and the administrators that that are traveling um, there with them. You know, this is a really strong community. It's a special community. One, one I don't think I've lived somewhere that's quite um, like Western New York and the city of just degree of camaraderie, the way people come together and care for each other is really unique. And they're going to get through this, but but they are hurt. They are the, the degree of pain, um, the degree of, of fear that that you sensed, and particularly in the immediate aftermath. I mean, it's it's incredible. And so they they have needed prayer, they've needed support. Um, and as they processed that immediately, they they were getting prepared, our Buffalo graduate, to have a Buffalo commencement ceremony a week later. And so we did have the privilege a week later to celebrate our Buffalo graduates, 2022 Hull College Buffalo graduates in their own commencement celebration, the first we've ever done at Houghton College. And we wanted to do that because while those students participated in the Houghton New York ceremony, we wanted to have the ability for more of their friends and family in the Buffalo community who maybe couldn't travel to Houghton New York to celebrate, to be able to be able to, to be able to celebrate there with them. Obviously, doing that a week after the the shooting, um, 
was difficult. And it was not like what we planned initially. The, the tone we wanted to strike was one, to acknowledge what had happened. There's, there's no sugarcoating it. Um, there's no, no putting a positive spin on it. it. This was a young man who drove from hours away, fueled by racial hate with the desire to come and kill black people. And so he, he set his sights on going somewhere where there was a, a high population of black people and he, he could kill um, a large number of them. Not only that, but he desired to wreak terror on that community, to put fear in the hearts and the minds of a peaceful African-American community. That's who he was. That is what he did. And so as we celebrated commencement, it was important that we first acknowledged that's what happened. Two, that we paid tribute to the victims um, who lost their lives, those who were hurt, as well as a community that, that continues to grieve and heal. And then third, in that shadow that we found a way to speak a word of hope and resilience to our graduates, reminding them of who they are, reminding them of the incredible gifts and talents that God has given them and the calling that's on each and every one of their lives and the imperative for them to move forward in spite of the things that are, that are acting on them externally, like racial hate, like prejudice, like discrimination, that in spite of those things, they are called to use the gifts and talent God has given them to move forward and change the world. Amen. Well, that's such an incredible balance. I mean, keeping that acknowledging the terror, but also bringing hope um, and challenging them in that, like they're as Christian leaders, as graduates, they're beacons of hope. I mean, we are this hope to the world, but that's tough. I mean, that is tough. And with the darkness and evil, I mean, how do you, how do you personally stay encouraged in the midst of this? I mean, you're, you're leading as the president in this challenging time with a school that is very present right near where tragedy has happened. I mean, how do you personally stay encouraged, Wayne? How do you personally stay hope-filled in the midst of everything? Mm-hmm. So I, I decided um, early on, months ago, that I would would be commencement speaker for this first Buffalo commencement ceremony. Um, the message that that I delivered was very different than the message that I was planning to deliver. Uh, and you're right, Callie. It it was it was difficult, and and what I felt led to do was to be very personal um, with this message, Um, not just as president, but as a black man, as as someone who who understands lots of the things that people of color feel and are feeling in that moment, acknowledging how I have 
um, processed and dealt with those types of things throughout my life, acknowledging my own feelings um, of, of hurt and confusion, even in that moment. And in a very personal way, sharing with the graduates and our Houghton College Buffalo community that in spite of those things, that I continue to hold on to the hope, um, to the hope that, that, that Christ gives us. That, that I, personally, I can't imagine not having hope. <laughs> um, in, in, in moments of incredible pain and grief and confusion where we struggle to understand the depths of evil and hate. Personally, hope is the only way that, that I, I, I get through that. And so um, it was important to me to be able to encourage our graduates in that manner. But I, I probably gave a speech, to be honest with you, that was more honest and personal and transparent and vulnerable um, than any speech I've ever given before. And that's what they needed to hear. And um, it, it's amazing, um, you know, in times of tragedy, how God uh, brings blessing in the midst of it, takes the brokenness. And um, I think it's a, it's symbolic that that commencement happened and um, we're a large percentage of African-Americans getting degrees. And uh, you and Houghton helping to lead the way. And I just see that as uh, light shining in the darkness. And um, I, because of the, this tra you know, the Buffalo tragedy, we want to address it with our church and we're a diverse community. And so uh, we felt that we needed to do a 21 days of prayer um, because we didn't want to be reactionary in terms of here's what we're going to do and here's, you know, but we wanted to really go step by step. So 21 day focus, each day had a focus. And Callie, I'm going to let you share uh, the focus from the other day. Yeah, our online communications director, she was fabulous. She took the sermon and she she just came up with 21 different days. Well, it just so happened that the day that for Tuesday, she had picked schools as the focus. Schools, which of course, students, and teachers, yeah. Which So we were praying for schools, and then we get the news of what happened in Uvalde, Texas. And it's, what happened, Lord? Oh, my goodness. I mean, it just made us feel that much more. We need to be intentional about surrounding um, our community, our kids, our friends, our family, everyone with the prayer but it's been interesting too. We've um, keep hearing of more school shootings that have been stopped over the On last that couple day of days or this too. Week. Yeah, yeah. So it's like God did our prayers fail, but then at the same time, it's like, oh no, God, you are bigger than any of this, and look at what you've also been stopping. And so there is power in prayer, and I don't believe in prayer as a last resort. It's very much of a first resort. Um, and, it, and I've been seeing reactions from folks too about politicians who are saying in response, well, I'll pray for you, but not acting on things. I, I believe prayer often leads us to action and we do want to act and we want to be involved. And we told the church, we're, 
there are going to be things that as you're praying, God's going to put on your heart to do in response. And also as a church, we want to move to action as well, but we are intentionally starting with prayer, not wanting to act out of our own flesh out of our own strength. Cause we're not strong enough to stop it, to be honest. I mean, in the face of all the evil in the world, we are powerless, but with God in us, he who is in us is greater than he who is in the world. So trying to bring hope to this crazy world around us. And I love what you're doing there in Buffalo. Well, I, I love what, what you're sharing because one, one of the things I've, I've noted over the last few tragedies and, and, and what a tragedy it is for us that, that we can say something like that, right? We're, mm-hmm. we're at the place where we can, we can count the, the tragedies, the massacres um, of, of innocent lives. But I've noted how some people in particular on social media um, have, have grown aggravated with, um, with thoughts and prayers. And, and for me, I mean, as, as a Christian, and as someone who is is hurt and heartbroken over these tragedies, I completely understand the need and the desire for us to act, right? Because as just as you said, Kelly, uh, prayer and our relationship with God uh, ought to lead us to to action. But I, I do think it is important to note, as you all have said, that prayer is powerful. And, and we should not ever, as believers, discount the importance of prayer. Because if we truly believe, as, as the scriptures teach us, that what we are seeing is, in fact, the manifestation of sin and evil, if this is in fact spiritual warfare, as I believe it is, then prayer has to be central to how we address it. So yes, I'm, I, I will never um, say we, we don't need to act. Yes, there are things that God is leading us to do. Some things God is leading us to do and, and ways he's called us to act that we've been too slow on. But I, as a believer, I don't think that should ever lead us to the place um, where we denigrate um, or um, speak ill um, of, of the power and the need for us to pray. On that note, Dr. Lewis, I wonder, would you mind leading us in prayer just on the podcast today, just with everything going on in our world? Oh, I'd be privileged. Let us pray. Lord, we thank you. We thank you for the opportunity to share our experiences, share our hearts, and share our love for you. Lord, we're so thankful for the way you continue to bless us, for the way you continue to inspire us, for the hope that you give us. We lift up in particular those victims those families, communities that are in such pain right now, victims of violence, victims of hatred. Lord, we pray that you would comfort them. We pray that you would bring healing in a way that only you can. We pray that you would 
bring communities together and that you would give us the words to say and the actions, Lord, to, to, to bring healing and wholeness to our communities and to our nation. Help us to get past divides. And Lord, we'll be careful to give you all the praise, honor, and glory. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you so much, Wayne. And it's been a great to have you on the Better Together podcast. And for our listeners, we just ask that you share this. And we hope to um, inspire folks through the words that Wayne shared and the story of Houghton College and the Buffalo campus. Until next time, remember that we are better together.